This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Are you ready to search all of Maryland for the best and scariest real life ghost story? Because we're doing it starting today. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Because, like, you go see these, you know, scary movies on TV. Like, I just started watching the whole Nightmare on Elm Street series. I'm on number four, halfway through number four. Uh Uh-huh. Like, they're scary, but they're not real. You know, there's no Freddy Krueger. You know, spoiler alert. Right, right, right. No Freddy Krueger. But, like, there's some really great real-life ghost stories that have happened to your neighbors Mm -hmm. that you may not even know about. And this is like the real spooky stuff. And we started doing this last year, and it was it was cool. This year, we're going to step it up because mm-hmm. we're going to turn it into a little bit of a competition, okay? Yes. Now until our last show of the month, which is next Friday. What day is that, Jess? The, 20, the 29th, the 29th. So the Friday before Halloween. Okay. We are going to be seeking out Maryland's real scariest ghost story. Best real life Ghost story. Yeah, not okay. my favorite thing we do on this show, but here we are. Jess is going to freak out over all of them. You yeah, know what I mean? No, I don't like it. What we're going to ask is this time every single day that if you've got a real life ghost story, we want you to call in and tell it to us. Yes, but the thing is, is you only have 60 seconds to convince us and the rest of Maryland that your ghost story is the best. And as we progress, your story's got to be scarier than the person the day before. So basically, you're going to go up against. The person that went yesterday. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Mm-hmm. That's your only thing. Is for your, if you think your story is scarier than the person before, then you call in and you basically compete for Maryland's scariest real-life ghost story, right? And trophy that we have for you. So this is why we're stepping it up this year. Mm-hmm. Because we're like, what's a competition without a trophy? Y'all, literally, we went out and found a giant Halloween trophy. Yes. It's got... A pumpkin and like eagles on it. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. And we will ship this directly to your house mm-hmm. if you can prove to us that you have the scariest real life ghost story. So let's just start today. Anybody, it's free game for anybody right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've just got a, a ghost story, you, you promise this is real and it happened to you, call us up right now, 410 583 1065. And since there's no competition, like you're going to be, you're going to set the bar right. for this whole two-week-long, spooky mm-hmm. competition. You get a real-life ghost story, call us. 
Now, to make this a little more challenging, is you're only going to get 60 seconds, because then everyone's on the same playing field, yes, right? Yes, 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 yes. You'll get 60 seconds to explain your real-life ghost story, mm-hmm. and then at the end of it, we'll basically decide, you know, after two weeks' time, the person with the absolute scariest Maryland real-life ghost story gets a trophy. A real-life trophy this year. Yeah, it's so massive. We're, we're pumped about that. Hey, Rita, good morning. Good morning. Rita, where are you from again? Um, I live in Dundalk. In Dundalk. Perfect. Okay. So <laughs> you understand the rules of this. You've got 60 seconds. Now, let me just give you a little pro tip on this, too. I would just make sure you get your story out. Just at the end of the story, after 60 seconds, if we want to go back and ask questions yes, to we elaborate, will. we can. Mm-hmm. But whatever yeah. you tell us in that 60 seconds is what's going to qualify as your ghost story. Okay? Okay. Are you ready for this? Uh, yeah. Then we'll start the clock in three, two, one, go. So um, I was with my family. We were camping in Harper's Ferry. And if you're not familiar with Harper's Ferry, um, it's in a Civil War area in West Virginia. So that's where the Civil War battles were. Uh Um, At this particular campground, there's a trench where the soldiers used to lay when they would be in battle. Well, our campsite, we go there every year. Our campsite was right next to the trench. Well, that evening, my husband, my best friend, Michelle, um, and my husband there, we went out riding around while the rest of the family went to bed. In the camper, and there was a there's a house near the campground that is haunted. It's been on the Ghost Story show on um, the History Channel, yeah. and they were doing tours that night. So I we hurry, I in. hurry. We will. We walked in. So my friend and I, we were um, we went back to the campground. We all went to bed that night. My best friend heard some screaming. You know, she said she was up all night. I woke up in the morning and. Before I even heard her story, I told my husband the same story that she did. She saw a ghostly figure floating over her, screaming at her the entire night. And okay, I that's 60 seconds. That's 60 seconds. You got to stop right there. Did you just say that your friend had a ghost figure <laughs> screaming at her? Yes, yes. Yes. Oh. A, black, a black, misty figure. And when I saw the same thing, I thought I was dreaming. Yeah. And my heart was pounding so hard. Oh. And I closed the curtain to the camper and laid back down. And when I woke up in the morning, before we even talked to anyone, I told my husband yeah. the same story that my best friend told me in the morning. And oh it was a ghostly, misty figure screaming at her. Wow. Why and- were y'all sleeping next to <laughs> the trenches? I swear. Well, we- we go there every year, and we don't. Why? We love it. Okay. Because <laughs> it's beautiful I over there. Harper's Ferry is absolutely stunning. Don't get it wrong, okay? Oh my wow. goodness! I am not okay. Any more follow-up questions, Jess? I mean, I, I think that that pretty much says it all. Has anything weird happened? Yeah. Since like well, residual dreams. Yeah. Well, my no, no, it wasn't a dream. It was real. Okay. Yes, my, yes. 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 So a few years later, my son was with a group of friends. He goes down and he always meets up with kids and he started hanging out. They were, there's a trail and they were on the trail. My my son said he saw um, shadows going Dang back and forth. man. Wow. Okay. Oh my gosh. There it goes. That's a, a, a great way to kick off this competition, right? Yes. Saw a ghostly figure floating over me, screaming at at me. All right, so that's the one that's going to have to beat. Tomorrow, what we'll do is we're going to come back at 7.30. Yes. And we're going to find out, is there anybody in Maryland that can beat that scary real-life ghost story right here in Maryland, all right? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this Tuesday show. Good morning. How we doing? Um, we're. I feel bad because we weren't here yesterday, you know, and we didn't really give you a heads up during the six o'clock club. We weren't going to be here on Monday, and I always feel bad if we don't like a day before give you a heads up. We're not going to be here. It's always weird when you turn the radio on. It feels like different. Yeah, yeah. So, apologize for that. Sorry. Hey, text us if you're up though. Okay, four ten five eight three one zero six five. We just want to give you a shout out. Say hello to anybody that's awake here in Maryland. We always say it's tough. I mean, it's dark out. Not only is it dark, it's but cold. It's finally cold. You feel that? <laughs> it was. How was it? Eighty-two on Friday, and it was freezing this morning. And this morning, right now in the city, it's forty-four. Yep. What? How does it drop forty degrees in three days? I don't get it. All right, four ten five eight three one zero six five. Text us. Veronica, good morning. Darren, the flight attendant, is here. Jim at USCG. Johnny E, our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. John, the wheel man. Sarah and Sue. Canton Kurt and Canton Karen. Yvonne, Adrian, Josie and PA. Kathy in Parkville. Lisa, delightful Debbie. LG, the sassy scientist, is here. Terrence, good morning. Lisa, uh, Mr. W, hello. WB from Glen Burnie. Brenda, the rideshare driver. Jake, the jogger. Anthony, Stephanie, good morning. Morning and Carney Chris, happy Tuesday. It was probably sad yesterday. You texting, you turn on the radio and like nobody's there. Yeah, you're like, what the heck? Feel bad. Sorry about that. Uh, we were off because Jess had a friend in town. How did your visit go? So much fun. I went to my very first Ravens game, first NFL football game ever, and it was like one of the best experiences of my life. Okay. Like watching football, like out. It was weird seeing all the players so close. And I was like, hey, you've only hey, seen on TV. hey, what the heck? What the heck? And then also watching the game with fans around you, like you just start talking and high-fiving yeah. and like sharing stories and just automatically making friends. And it was so, so cool. Well, you went with a diehard Chargers fan. Yeah, one of my best friends from back home. That was the reason why he came out here was when, when uh, we first, when we said, told all our friends we were moving to Maryland, he's like, when the Chargers play the Ravens, I will come out and see you guys. And yeah. we're like, okay. And he did. Which, like, by the way, everyone, how everyone many of your says, friends, by the way, were like, I'm going to come I'm gonna see come you. See. Yeah. So that's why yeah, it's yeah. a really, really big deal yeah. when they actually make the trip because it's far. And it was funny. Honestly, uh, only one person was mean to him. And then Ravens fans were like, dude, what's your problem? 
Really? Yes. That's like cool. one guy was like being kind of a meanie pants, yeah. and everyone else was like, "Chill, it's chill." Like we're having a good team. time, but it was it was really cool. How do you handle the loss? Oh, he was pretty. Yeah, it was. It wasn't even that close. It was you know the like, most expensive uh, loss probably yeah. he's ever had. Like imagine flying across the country, taking all that time. All that money, yeah, just to lose. But he was like, all of our friends were making fun of him for that reason alone, and yeah. he was just like, the main reason was to come see you guys. So I would. All done of a sudden, anyways. he changed his tone. Like, I mean, sudden. we just happened to be a football game this yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all Whatever. about y'all. I don't even care about. But it, it was so so cool. It's fine. Big Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. Number three. A Maryland man is trending because he's having quite the lucky streak. A man in Baltimore County recently won $100,000 on a scratch-off ticket, and it's not his first time. The 47-year-old cook, who is not named by Maryland lottery officials, also won $1,000 earlier this year and $10,000 the year before. He picked up his latest winning ticket out of Walmart in Dundalk, and the lucky winner has worked as a cook for the past 20 years and has no plans to retire anytime soon. He told lottery officials that the money will be used to purchase a rental property and just FYI, the $100,000 lucky scratch-off game has 61 remaining top prizes. Dang, you know what? Good on him, by the way. Because mm-hmm. if you won $100,000, like, after that, after taxes, $50,000. It's still a lot of money, don't get yeah. me wrong. But it's not like, you can't quit your job over it. No. You can't, like, retire, no. you know? So good, because I feel like if I just had 50000 extra dollars. You get kind of crazy. You right? get kind of excited. You're like, I'm leaving. Because I'm walking out of my job. I, I would hope not, but I also feel like, it, I hope you would use it for, like, a rental property or something beneficial, not yes. just be like, why don't you go blow this on a, you know, a yeah. new car or something, you know? Good on him. Congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. Number two. So how long does sibling rivalry actually last? In a new poll of Maryland adults with at least one sibling, 51% say they still have a competitive relationship with their siblings, and more than 20% say they still argue over who is the favorite child. But 17% of Marylanders admitted that they felt a rivalry with their siblings at every single stage of their lives. And the poll asked uh, what things they're most competitive with their siblings about, and the number one answer was career success. Okay, that makes sense. Do you still feel competitive well, with your siblings? I obviously am the favorite child. So, so. there we go. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, answer, for a little bit I did with my older brother, mm-hmm. and it didn't necessarily happen until like into my probably mid-20s. When, like, when you when, guys got competitive, that's well, when you felt it? I felt like when he started being really successful in business, uh-huh. I got really jealous of that. Okay. Like that he was more successful. Did that ever go away? Or do you think um, it's still there? No, it, it doesn't bother me as bad anymore. Mm. But for about probably five years, mm-hmm. I really struggled with that notion that like he was more successful financially business wise than I was. Yeah. But now I'm just like whatever. We're just out here trying to survive. You know, you know what, what I mean? mean? <laughs> like pandemic. We yeah. got, got a lot going on. Number one. Another day, another Adele announcement. The singer is set to headline a two hour concert special on CBS that will also feature an interview with Oprah Winfrey. Adele One Night Only will air November 14th at 8.30 p.m. So the concert will feature the earliest opportunity to hear her first new material in six years along with all of our favorites. As for the interview, it's described as a wide-ranging conversation focusing on her new album, stories behind the songs, life after divorce, weight loss, and raising her son. Adele's new album, 30, drops November 19th. I told you on Friday's show, I 
the first time I listened to it was during the 6 o'clock club, right? I had at least. And y'all know I have been pushing for this song when we first got like the five second yeah. of the instrumental. You were like crying. Over and you the... were just crapping on it the entire time. And I was like, it's it's fine. It's yeah, fine. Right. I went home because everybody kept posting about it. I'm like, let me listen to it again like away from work. Because when yeah. we're in work mode, like we're just like going. You can't really like feel the feels and, we and all like, that. And like debuting the song too. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I got to back sell it. I got to do this. I got to talk about it. Like, yeah. So I got home and I listened to it. And I'm like, I literally got so emotional and listened to it on repeat for like 17,000 more times. It's a beautiful song. It's a great song. What's really cool, it's kind of like, even though it, it's heavy, there's still this like light at the end yeah. of the tunnel type situation, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, so This I, is Jess, and that was your top three. Even though y'all fell in love with it on, you know, first time listen, just took me a second. We got there, though. Anybody else get extremely awkward when you have to go to the doctor for something Below the belt. Oh, yeah. Okay, go with me here. Oh, I can. Okay. Uh, I'm 38 years old. I'm a, I'm a grown man. I've been going mm-hmm. to the doctor now for 30, almost four decades. Okay? <laughs> and I'm like I'm like an adult. You know? Like, I officially feel like I'm an adult. I've had a mortgage at one point. Really? Okay. I got, I got like, stocks and some stuff. You know what I mean? Like, adult stuff. Yeah. Why in the world, whenever I have to go to the doctor, uh-huh. and it's something where I know I'm going to have to, like, drop trowel. Yes. I get extremely uncomfortable. I have been dreading this doctor's appointment that I have today now for three days. Mm. Like, I know it's coming for about a month now. Yeah. So, here's all that's going on. It's nothing too weird. Is that I, I think what's happened is that now that I've been running more, that I have given myself some type of infection, like, on my inner thighs. Okay. Okay? Yeah. But the only way to see it yes. is obviously to, like go next to your private parts. Yes. Okay? So, obviously, when I go to the doctor today, who is a female, by the way, uh-huh. I'm going to have to drop trowel. Uh-huh. I don't know why, even this many years later, uh-huh. I still get extremely wildly awkward and uncomfortable. Oh even knowing that this is her profession. Like, this is what she does, what right? What do you do? Can you describe to me how you get? Like, well, what are you going to do? Like, I almost feel like I need permission. Like, what? To, like, drop what? trowel. Because, like, every now and then when you go in for a physical... Because, I listen, for women, I get it. Every year, y'all got to do this. Okay. I understand. Okay. Okay? For guys, we don't have to do it as often. But, like, when we do it, especially when it's someone of the opposite sex, I almost feel like I need to, like, just double check to make sure that, like, they're ready for, like, the trowel to be dropped. Oh, my God. Does that make sense? Well, so then just I'm just like, like, are we, do, like, are you, what, can't you just be like. I feel like I'm, I get, my body gets so stiff. Now? I feel like my palms are sweaty. Like, I don't know why oh, I get so wildly uncomfortable. Goodness. Is that normal, though? At our age, like as adults, because I get it, like, and don't, you don't have to call over this, but I could just use your, don't call, don't call. It's way too early to be talking about this kind of stuff, but I feel like we have you to do this in the six o'clock club, don't call. Because I don't, I don't even know how to have this conversation with you, voice to voice, but you can text, okay? And like, do you still get uncomfortable when you have to go to the doctor and yes. it's something below the belt. You have to reveal yourself. Yeah. Like, do you still feel weird doing that? Or are you Me? just like, yeah. No, it's just painful. Yeah. I don't feel weird. But you it don't just feel sucks. weird getting naked in front of a doctor? No. No issue. But, I mean, I all of my, anytime I've been, that, been in that situation, it's always been women. Do you feel like you'd feel different if it was a guy? Uh, I don't know. Because I feel like even if it was a guy, I'd still probably feel a little weird. I'm not sure. About just like, boop. I don't know if I would really want. I I don't think I'd want a dude doing my gynecological exam. Smear. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I could say that. I really don't care. But like, and I and I don't feel uncomfortable. If anything, it's just I'm just like crap. Like, like, why? like, like the pain. You're it, you're worried about the pain. Yeah, no, not I'm more, the awkwardness. No, it's just painful. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm the only person as an adult 
that gets super uncomfortable and awkward and strange and weird and almost like I'm on a, like a like the first time you get romantic with someone. I almost get the same You're feeling. Lying. I, I, I get oh, that nervous no. about like no. removing my clothes and <laughs> I don't crazy. get it. I get, like, okay, so like text, we just text us just for moral support. Oh my god. And, like, does that still affect you as an adult? Are you, like, chill? Dude, you're f- almost 40. Yeah, like, chill. what's wrong with you? I'll be that person. You know, like, chill what's out. What's wrong with you? 40% of people who are going to dress up in Maryland this year for Halloween still don't have a costume. So, like, if you're out there this morning driving around being like, dang, man, because, like, Halloween's less than two weeks away at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, coming up real fast. Um, don't feel alone. If you still have no idea, the survey just came out this morning. 58% of people in Maryland who plan to dress up said they've got a specific costume in mind or have already bought one. But that mm-hmm. means that 42% still don't know, like, what they're going to go as, even though they're, they they got to figure it out now in the next two weeks. Do you have any idea... What you're going to be for Halloween at this point? Honestly, not really. The only reason why I even think I might have something to wear at work is because somebody sent me something. You know, the Bernie Sanders costume. Yeah, that one got easy for you, That was like a random thing. And I I mean, I don't know. I'm always last minute with that kind of stuff. I have a wig at home. I have some crazy things. I might just toss something on, whatever. There's some people that plan for this for like months. I don't. You know, and like you get so pumped up because you know it's going to come. This time of year gives me massive anxiety. And I was actually feeling okay until yesterday because typically like... I don't fall into any demographic that really needs a costume, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have kids, so I don't have to worry about, like, trick-or-treating and stuff like that. And I don't go out for Halloween. Like, I'm too old to, like, go party and get wasted on Halloween. So I don't don't do that anymore. So I don't really fall into that. But we get an email yesterday from work. And now keep in mind, Jess and I are, like, the new new kids at work, right? Mm -hmm. So we can't really be, like, non-participatory. Usually, like, trust me, a few Halloweens from now, I promise you, I'm not wearing a Halloween costume to work. (laughs) Okay. It's just not my personality. This is the know? first time that we're actually here in the building with everybody, though. But don't you feel like we, we have to wear one to work? Yes. Like, we can't be the one to two people in the group that don't wear anything. It was also our main boss that sent out the email yeah. as well. So, it's not like some this, she's not playing any games. No. <laughs> yeah. So, but the question is, like, I think for, for women, there's a million costume options. For guys, like, what what are guys supposed to be? Like, I don't your boyfriend, agree with that. You, I feel like it's way easier for dudes than you think girls. so? It, yes. seems, it seems like women, y'all always have like a thousand, and they're like, when you go to the the Halloween costume store, like everything's always geared to like sexy this, sexy that. There's like, like sexy versions of everything. It just feels outweighted. The pressure feels like it's on men to like figure it out the last minute of like what we can be. Uh-huh. What is Garage Boy going to do, your boyfriend? Honestly, we haven't even talked about it. We don't even have any Halloween plans. We're like behind this whole thing. You I know? think so. I couldn't even tell you. Honestly, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I I have I could not even tell in the slightest. I don't even have like a like oh maybe I can like play around on this idea just a little bit and see if I can like figure it out. Yeah. Two weeks out from Halloween, I literally have no idea, but know that we're like obligated to do it. I know. You know? So don't worry. If you're a person that's still like planning on dressing up and having no idea last minute what you want to do. You're like us. Forty percent of the people in the state. Say the same thing. Mm-hmm. There's obligatory dress ups, you know? It happens. And is anybody else quitting Squid Game? Because I'm I'm quitting. I don't understand. I don't want it. Why? I don't want it. So obviously you know that Squid Game is literally the most popular show to ever hit Netflix, right? Ever, ever. 
Netflix has been around for 20 years, and this yeah. has been the most viewed show. With 111 million something like viewers. That. I mean, like something crazy. Ridiculous. But yeah, yeah, like that. Like, I'm assuming at this point every single person in Maryland's watched this show. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you're not going to finish it. No. And why? So with these types of things, I actually, I typically wait a while for all like the craziness to die down. This is pretty soon for you. No, very soon. Because Jess will wait until about no one cares, you know, about six months after. Then I'll watch it. All the hype's dead, yeah. Exactly. And because a friend of mine was in town, my friend and my boyfriend, Garage Boy, wanted to watch it. And I was just like, fine, he's the guest. I guess we'll watch whatever he wants to watch on TV. (laughs) And something you should know about me, I typically just watch Disney movies and Gilmore Girls. That's where I stay. That's what keeps me happy. And yeah. I'm out of my business. It's your lane. It's my lane. And I have watched this show and I've given it six episodes. That's, a, that's like six hours of chances. And they're how many? They're eight episodes? They're hours. How, but how many episodes are there? I think oh, eight episodes. I don't know. I don't care. I'm not finishing okay. it. Okay. <laughs> and I cannot do it anymore. I've never been, I have not been that anxious and terrified in such a long time to the point where I was like flinching yesterday. When we were at a restaurant and I was going to the bathroom by myself and like something hit a wall and I got scared because <laughs> I thought I was in the middle of a game. Because all of a sudden you like hear the, the drums. I was like, ah! <laughs> I don't, I don't know why people do this to themselves. I looked at the boys yesterday and I was like, why? Why do you do this? I'm upset. My hands are sweating. I'm in a bad mood. That's why you do it. I'm afraid to be by myself in a room right now. So you're not going to finish it. You're not curious at all how it ends. No. No, I'll be honest. I'm only on episode... I've finished episode two, okay? We'll keep it there. I'm telling you right now, there's no point. And it's an excellent show. It may arguably be one of the best series... On, that I've ever seen. I had to take CBD last night. So I was like, <laughs> I'm definitely having nightmares tonight. Definitely having nightmares. Anybody else hate Squid Game? I don't think we'll get one call. I, you feel isolated in this because everyone Everyone's loves like, this oh, show. I love it. I yeah, it's be, great. And Squid Game is the number one Halloween costume for yeah. adults and babies. Everyone's posting these memes about it. Oh my God, I love it. I can't wait to get some white vans and the tracksuit. Me, 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 me. Yeah. Not me. I don't know that we can get a call on this, but we can try. Is there any belts in Maryland that just hate Squid Game? Like you just hate it. Like, maybe you couldn't make it through it all the way through, Jess. Maybe you made it all the way through and you just didn't like it. I don't see anybody. My life is better without it. Saying anything negative about the show? Uh, Joseph from Baltimore on one. What up, Joseph? What's up, guys? How you guys doing? I'm not good, honestly. <laughs> I haven't been sleeping well. Like, I have anxiety. I'm anxious. Do you hate Squid Game, Joseph? All right. So, yes. I think I hate, I hate it. I hate it. Um, I mean, hate's a strong word. Yeah. Um, I literally... Didn't even give it a full episode. Um, not for the same reason as Jess. I can't stand the whole dubbed. Okay, uh, okay, that's fair. Voiceover. Okay. I will say I can't, that, I can't do it. That I, part. I, I, and I will say I honestly had to start it twice. Because it can be. It can be frustrating. I started the first time. I quit on it. But everyone was freaking out about it. So I went back, watched the first full episode. I'm in, Joseph. Because I feel like you got to start from you got you just got to give a full episode. In. I'm going to defend or, this or show. maybe don't waste your time because I think it's so well done. Who's next? Uh, Sierra on two. Sierra from Towson. Hi. Hi. You hate you I, hate Squid Game. Um, I I hate it now. I quit at episode six as well. <gasps> Me? I don't okay, care. Same. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't care what happens to everybody. Um, you know, I'm... No I'm spoilers. I'm not, I'm not there yet, so no don't tell No spoilers, but it's just so heavy that it really just messed me Ep- up. I feel like episode six went into, like, a different place. I won't spoil anything, Thank but I, I feel like episode six went into a different place, mm-hmm. and it was just done for me. Like, Thank you. I, I can't have, like, 
kids in the room even at all anymore. No. Like, it's just, it's a whole nother place. Wow. Yes. You guys are like, this is like a lot of trauma. I this love it. That was show. the same episode for us. We're literally in the same boat right now, Sierra. Who's on three? Uh, Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Hey. You hate the Squid Game? Yes, let me tell you, I went out of town and my 11-year-old, when I came back home, said that his father let him watch it with him. And he's like, Mom, you have to watch it, you have to watch it. I made it to the end of episode one. And I said, I will never watch this show again. No. Never. And, and what was it about episode one? Because I, I feel like in episode one, there's no spoilers. So you can kind of say, like, what was it the... It, it started with the voiceover. Okay. But I could tell by the end, I would be anxious the entire show. <laughs> me too. So, so preemptively. I nightmares. Me I, too. It would ruin me. Preemptively, you're, you're out. Okay, all right. I'm ruined. All right. Jess, you're not the only one. The phone's blowing up today. Go on our Facebook page, would you, if you're a Squid Game hater. She's a nine-year-old that's really savvy. Just gets advice with dear Abby. Let's explain who Abby is in case you're new to our show. Abby is my nine-year-old niece, and she lives in San Diego, California. I'm very close with my family, and when I lived with them, I noticed that Abby would uh, butt into my conversations if I was, you know, could be on the phone with a friend of mine or with my aunt and my uncle because she felt like she knew what I should be doing with my life. Yeah. And honestly, her perspective was sometimes the most honest and true of anyone that I get sometimes, and so I ask her for advice about things. So we do. So this week, what's happening? This week, I wanted to get her perspective on what we should do when we're having a bad day. Okay, something particular happened that put you, made you have a bad day? I think sometimes I have a hard issue whenever I see, like, you know, annoying or negative things online or on social media. Someone, it's, it's always it's always hard to ignore that one main thing on social media, and it mm-hmm. can kind of mess up your whole day, so I kind of wanted some advice on that. Okay, Ab, can I ask you for some advice? Duh. Duh. <laughs> so, um, I want to know what you do if you're having a bad day to turn it around because some I've noticed that sometimes I might see something like on my phone or online and it might make me sad and it's hard for me to change that mindset to have a better day. So what are some things that you do if you're having a bad day to make it better? I breathe and just maybe cry. If if I'm like having like a really really bad day, I'll just cry and let it all out and then I'll feel better. But if it's just like a normal bad day, I'll just take deep breaths and do something that doesn't make me sad. So after you cry, what's what's the first thing you do? Like, what's the first fun thing you do after you let out a good cry? I play Roblox with my friends. Like, I play video games with my friends to make me feel better. Like I do, I do stuff with my friends. Like sometimes I'll like be like, "Hey guys, uh, you want to play Roblox?" Yeah. And so like we'll play video games together and get like more money in games and mm-hmm. stuff. So mm-hmm. and sometimes when I call my friends and I'm having a bad day, I'll be like, "Uh, so guys, I'm having a bad day, and like we could talk about it and feel better." And it helps you? And that was pretty awkward. <laughs> it's awkward when you let them know that you're having a bad day? No, that was the awkward silence. You could cut that part out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I even felt that one. I was like, that was kind of an awkward pause, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, kids, it's true. Like, I mean, for her at that young age to be like, just cry it out. 
Like, just go Which and cry I it out. I love and could not be more proud of her because I know it's, I know that she doesn't really understand how amazing that is to say because I feel like sometimes when we're upset, it's easy for adults to be like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's, yeah. We're not fine, and right. it's okay to take a second to not be fine, but then to pick yourself up and keep moving forward. But if you can't tell, um, she's definitely cut from the same family cloth over here. Yeah, everyone, we, we support crying in our household. Yeah, just a solution for everything. Cry. Like, you, you having a bad day? Cry. You having a good day? Cry. cry. You having a to see something? Cry. cry. You're not excited to see something? Cry, cry about it, you know? <laughs> so there we go. Advice from a nine-year-old. We call it Dear Abby every Tuesday on Mix 106.5. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. Number three. President Biden is coming to Baltimore this week. Uh, the president is scheduled to participate in a CNN town hall in Baltimore on Thursday to pitch his legislative agenda. And the town hall will be an invitation only, and the location will be announced in the next few days. And it'll be a live broadcast at 8 p.m. on CNN and will last for 90 minutes. Anderson Cooper will moderate the event and ask questions about the president's proposed infrastructure legislation. Now, I know there's somebody listening right now that's got the inside scoop on where this town hall is going to be. On like, and who's going? Well, the, audi- I, the audience is invitation only. They're keeping it like super low key or under wraps, but like, it's small to more. Where's it going to be? That's where, what I'm trying to be? figure out. You don't have to even call us. You can just text us. You just want to leak it to us? <laughs> I don't even know if we can. Why? Why? Why do you want to know? You going to go? I'm just genuinely curious where they would put the president of the United States. In Baltimore? In Baltimore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what if it was like some something super cash? The rusty scuffer. No. <laughs> like maybe maybe he rolls in there. Pizza John. He's over at yeah, Pizza John, Miss Shirley's just chilling. Just trying to ha- just trying to catch a bite and talk Eating about some, some important stuff. If you know, will you text us 410-583-1065? Number two. For ten years now, Taco Bell has made the MLB postseason a little more interesting for all baseball fans. And once again, Taco Bell is giving everyone in the country a free nacho cheese Doritos Locos Taco after the first stolen base in the World Series by either team in the Best of Seven Championship Series. And once everything is over, fans just need to watch out for Taco Bell to announce the day you can actually get your taco. One twist on this year's Steal a Base, Steal a Taco deal is that the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum will get involved. They're going to display the base stolen by the nation's taco hero in the museum for a full year at the National Baseball Hall of Fame in New York. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Number one. Kanye West is no more. The rapper formerly known as Kanye has officially changed his name to Ye. No legal middle name or no legal last name. It's just Ye. He says the change is for personal reasons, but he actually chose Ye three years ago for its mention in the Bible. In a 2018 interview, Ye said, quote, I believe Ye is the most commonly used word in the Bible. And in the Bible, it means you. So I'm you. I'm us. It's us. When they say yay in the Bible, now it's been a minute. Don't get me wrong. Do you think it's actually like, you know, ye, I think ye, it's ye. Like, like ye. All, let me, I think that yay sounds hard. You know what I mean? If, uh, yes, it's ye. I think it's Kanye trying to make the Bible about himself. Oh, I don't know. But yeah, so. <laughs> Am I right? If you, see, if you see yay in the streets, don't call him Kanye because he probably won't I'm turn not, around. I'm not doing it. You know? I'm not doing it. It's legal. I'm not, I'm not doing it. That's his name. I will never refer to Kanye yet. Kanye West is yay. I'm not doing it. Why like, not? Because That's his legal name. We already went, like, Diddy already did this. And, like, I'm over it. Uh, 
Diddy. I'm sorry, brother love. Like seven hundred times. What's his name right so now? So if Kanye, well, I mean, if Ye wants to change his <laughs> name once, then just try to go with I've it. I got too many things to keep up with, like what to call people nowadays. I can't worry that Kanye West wants me to call Ye. him Ye. Sorry, Ye. No. No, I'm not doing it. Okay. I'm not doing it, man. I'm sorry. I'm sticking with Kanye because you know exactly what's going to happen, right? It's like in a couple of weeks he's going to be like. Well, Never I, don't, mind. I don't think so because it's he just filed it legally. I now go by. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Wrench. <laughs> Stop it. Just call me Wrench. Charm City Secrets with Kramer and Jess on Mix 1065. All right, this one's going to take a lot of honesty today, but there's got to be. I mean, apparently 21 percent of people in Maryland that are parents disapprove of their kids' partners. Uh oh. Is that you? If you disapprove of your kid's partner, will you call us right now? 410-583-1065. It's Tuesday. It's time for Charm City Secrets, y'all. We always give you a topic, and it's your chance to call or text in and get that secret off your chest. Kramer and I hate keeping secrets. And we also have a voice disguiser, so nobody in Maryland has to know that it's you. Yeah, we're going to need that voice disguiser today, man. The survey's out today saying 21% of parents in Maryland disapprove of their kid's partner, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't like him. The one you're... This can go all different kind of levels here. I know, like your kid in high school has a boyfriend or girlfriend you're not too jazzed about. Or maybe you're, you know, your son or daughter is married at this point. You still... You still don't like their significant other. You could have a kindergartner that has like a... <laughs> Stop a mean, it. You know, that has like a, like their first little fake boyfriend. Uh-uh. That still counts. No. If you disapprove, though, of your kid's partner, we want to find out why you fall into this category. According to the survey, most parents state they feel this way because the way that that partner treats their child. Okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Other reasons include lack of ambition. Mm. Also, uh, things such as their hobbies. Okay. The way they look. Okay. Or even the way they smell. Oh, no. That's what the survey says. So if that's you, if you disapprove of your child's partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, Mm -hmm. 410-583-1065. We're just trying to find out why today. Good morning, Anonymous from Elkridge. Hi. Uh, Tell us, why don't you approve of your kid's significant other? Okay, well, my daughter, she's a high achiever, and she's in high school right now, Mm -hmm. and the boyfriend that she has is refusing to go to college when Mm -hmm. he graduates. Okay. And so, and, why, how does that how does that affect you? Your your viewpoint of him? Mm-hmm. It's a lack of ambition, you know. And she's an ambitious girl, and she's you know she's she's always fighting for what she wants, and she you know she wants a good career. And I just feel like she gets caught up with him and decides, oh, let's just take a year off before okay. going to college. Right. You know, I just I don't think he's in any way improving her life. So, are you gonna do you tell her this, or do you? Yeah, just how keep does she feel about that? Uh, she's just a teenager. She's going through her phase of hating her mom right now. And okay. In her life. Yes. Yeah. I don't understand her. She just yes. doesn't get it. Yeah, she doesn't get it. And she says I'm being a snob and ridiculous. And I'm not. I, I really believe that I'm not good for her. Is she? Has she said that like she doesn't want to go anymore either? Or it hasn't gotten to that point yet? But you're just like... No. Okay. So I think... No, I mean, she's, she wants to go, but... I know that they have separation anxiety when we just take two weeks holiday vacation. Oh, no. Right. 
I, I know. So I'm kind of thinking, I don't want her to think, oh, why don't I defer for you? Yeah. Because that has right, been right. I, I think that's normal. I think that's normal uh, for a parent to feel that way. No, yeah, I can understand why yeah. you'd be concerned because you don't want her to, like, make up a... If she, if she wanted to stay home, that's one thing, but you don't want him to reason... You don't want him to be the reason why she stays home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I don't want her to okay. stay home, period. Yeah. Okay, she's, she's going to college. Thank you for your honesty today. We appreciate it. Can you call us up if you fall into this 21% of parents in Maryland and say they disapprove of their kid's partner? We're just trying to find out why. All right? 410-583-1065. Hello, Stephanie in Pasadena. Hey, how are you? Hi. We're good. This is a safe place. We're just trying to figure out why you don't approve of your uh, your kid's Kids significant, significant other. other. So my daughter started dating her boyfriend in her sophomore year of high school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um... And he's just, he has no ambition. He doesn't want nothing in his in life. And his family doesn't push him to do anything mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. So therefore, my daughter has now um, taken that, that life, that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's uh, she thinks, Yeah. So she, you know, she cries all the time because of him. He makes her feel less than, um... It's not and the good. more, you, you, right? And then more as a, the more as a, as a parent, when you say, you know, that that stuff's not good, the more you, it pushes them towards that. Of course. Okay. Um, and like yeah. you become so the, the bad guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm the devil right now. Like. Well, how how old how old are they now? So she, they're both 18. So she'll be 19 in a few weeks, and um, his birthday is actually the day after hers. So. Yeah, so they're they're in this. She's in this cycle where yeah. you know she had dreams of being like a makeup artist and going to New York, and you know and now she's like, school. all we need is love, mom. Oh, no. like, we don't, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't understand. I know. think don't we all go through that phase though? We all we all have we all have a a significant other that's literally the worst person on the planet. <laughs> and Hopefully it's hers. Yeah. Speaking from experience, and like, I mean, I think. Not alone in this at all. This survey is very telling that there's right. a lot of parents out there that are not approving. In that similar situation. So I, think, I think you're right on track. So hopefully, listen, yeah. it's going to do what's going to do. Yeah, and we know how these 18-year-olds... The we don't know how yeah. long the phase is, but we'll get through it together. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right. Right. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. Have a great day. Listen, we got to talk to Eddie here in a second. The way he actually met his daughter's now boyfriend, nobody would like this dude. Hello, Lisa in Baltimore. Hey, how you guys doing? Hi. Well, so so you disapprove. You disapprove of your uh, your child's significant other partner or whatever. Oh, yeah. I really don't like my daughter's husband. Okay, oh. tell us. Be honest with us. Why? I, I just think that, I mean, he's only like 30, 32, but he really needs to grow up. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he's, he's still at the frat house. Like, he still does a lot of things that you would have done when you were in college but he's like a father now yeah okay. hey break that down for me because that's honestly one of my biggest paranoias of like when i do get into a relationship again when i meet like that significant like my i'm not the most mature of 38 year olds you know so like what does that mean that he, like he still acts too young like he's in the frat house what does he do specifically i would say i would say like um if if they were to order like food like pizza or something like that Instead of him making sure that his kids eat, he'll eat first. <laughs> oh, see, that's <laughs> yes. the problem. Yes. Well, it's delicious. Yes. yes. They will just have to eat whatever is left. He's this like, delicious. You, 
first. Yeah, he okay. serves himself right. a plate before before making sure that they're all set. It's good to yes, hear this. Before the wife, before the children, yep. before everyone. Okay. okay. This is important yeah. to hear. I'm glad you called us. Thank you so much. All right. You guys have a great day. You too. 410-583-1065. Okay, this is Eddie's the one I'm talking about. Hey, Eddie, good morning. Good morning. You disapprove of your child's partner. Both of my kids. Both I of them. Oh, really? Both of them. All right, All right let's Wait, talk Wait, how old them. are they? How old are your kids? My daughter just turned um, 30, and my son is uh, 26. And you don't, oh, you don't wow. like either of them. What's now, going on? Yeah, tell us. Tell us a story. I, my daughter, she met her boyfriend. Um, she's like 24. They've been together like six years now. But I'm 53, and her boyfriend is older than me. Whoa! <laughs> oh, no. Okay. okay. older than me. Yeah, okay. okay. That's, that's it, fair. How about it is, one? And, and his son is older, is a year older than my daughter. How can they be together? And, you know, they get married and you say, okay, this is my stepmom, but she's younger than me. Yeah. Okay. How they meet, by the way? How those two meet? Um, uh, my daughter. Um, uh, they met at a at a conference. Um, at my daughter's job. Okay. All right. And All right. So, and for years, she didn't even let us know that yeah. she was this guy because was. she knew that we would approve. And it was just so happened one night I was out bowling and my daughter's out bowling and she's like, "What are you doing up here?" She's like, "I'm out with my friend." And <laughs> that's how you found out scene, bowling. That's night? how I found out. No. He's, he's on your bowling league. No, Eddie. No. She said was, "Don't be mad." I'm oh like, hell! Well, why would I be mad? Here we go. And I meet this guy. And I see this is why. Okay. Okay. Well, tell us tell us about about your son's partner then. My son, this is his first girlfriend. He met her um, when he was eighteen. Okay. And she is eleven years older than my son. So, so wow. your, your kids go for the older ones. Your kids go for the older ones. They they go they go for the older one. But she is so controlling. Like the first time she came over to my house, she rearranged. You know, my son's uh, dresser drawer. Said what? no. You know, this is how your clothes should be. What the you know, in your house? Because yeah. he still lives with house, y'all. The, the first time she came to my house, yes. You know, he's been going to the same barber, okay. you know, ever yeah. since he was a kid. She's mm-hmm. like, no, I want you to come to my barber. No. You know, and she did very, both very of, controlling. Both of like those, to me, both of those are very good. Eddie, reasons. I'm so sorry. Yeah. They're stressing they just, you out. We're we going to prove. They, they are. And, yeah. and my wife doesn't, she doesn't agree with me, so I'm glad somebody does. No, we agree with you. <laughs> I, I got a question. It's not super important, yeah. but like, is, is your daughter's boyfriend, is, is he better at, at bowling than you? <laughs> God, I hope I not. I, I, I met them after the game. Okay. Oh, okay. That, that be, that'd be bad. All right. Thank you, guys. You guys have a good day. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 